today it's taken a long time to get her on the podcast um i'm very very excited to chat with her we've had many drunken nights where we've talked about love sex dating and relationships everything that we love to talk about on the podcast so um here she is it's juliana la barbie era <laughs> you nailed the last name I, nailed the last <laughs> I love how you were like you can just say it really sassy and then that'll be perfect it's okay it's okay five years of friendship four years of friendship we got it down <laughs> i've never had to say your last name to anyone ever it's okay your last name in my phone is granville because that's where we used to work Yay. so i don't think i knew your last charlotte name. granville charlotte granville what if i was like yeah that is my last name <laughs> be like oh why'd you quit i'm mrs granville uh oh, <laughs> here on love junk we do allow the guests to pick the poison and anything is on the table except for gin that's right we do not drink gin here on love junk if you want to drink gin on a podcast hey listen start your own podcast just do it I've been saying this for years now. Start your own podcast. <laughs> I'm going to scooch because we have a little, we have the camera going. Um, the, of our house wine. Of our house wine. Oh my God. That was actually going to be my next question. I was going to say, Juliana, what are we drinking? Oh, well, we're drinking house wine. Um, this is, what is it? Is the proper term canned wine? Is yeah, that yeah, proper canned term? wine. But guys, that's like, it actually is really good. It's, I know that sounds weird. Mm-hmm. Um, and two cans is a whole bottle. So if you're really like trying to get crazy yeah just buy two cans of house wine my big thing is so I think that actually Olivia Bagan who was on this podcast earlier a few episodes back um we did house wine but we you and I specifically are doing sparkling rosé yeah and she and I were just doing like general house wine of whatever particular flavor Uh. we liked so we are drinking the sparkling rosé the limited edition limited edition that's there every time we go to the store so been out for like a year but also please don't take it away (laughs) Please don't I know, take it away. I know I'm being sassy. Please do not take away my sparkling rosé. I love it so much. House wine, we're a big fan. So Such a big fan. And just like the amount you get for your money, but also the quality you get for your money. It's delicious. Again, I know it sounds weird that it's come out of a can, but it's really good. Okay, so I think that, I mean, you and I, how long have we been friends? You said it earlier. Like what, four years? Four years? Four years? Four years? Best four years of my life. I know. Um, <laughs> really helped me get through a global pandemic. Oh, damn, dude. That, that was a crazy time wasn't it and we're still right in the middle of it but um things are are a little bit better yeah smidge we got vaccinated teen time better holy shit got vaccinated and you moved like kind of closer to me so it was like very easy and accessible to hang out you know yes so we do love this um Mm -hmm. but we've been friends for four-ish years now and so you know sometimes I have guests on the podcast that are like my friends from college people I've known for a long time so we're just gonna do like a a quick you know little rapid fire sort of couple questions just just so the just so the love drunk audience gets to know you a little bit more um so my first question is how old were you when you had your first kiss Ooh, I was 16 years old. Okay. It was, um, for all you churchgoers out there, I taught Sunday school and it was the other Sunday school teacher and <gasps> he like grabbed me and we made out underneath a giant picture of Jesus. Stop. And this old lady caught us and was like, for shame and like freaked out. I have never been so embarrassed in my life. And the kiss was 
horrible. But then we dated oh, for like a few months. That's cute. That's cute. That's sweet. So my second question was, how old were you when you had your first uh, boyfriend? So they, would 16, you consider yeah. him I, your first unfortunately, boyfriend? Unfortunately, yeah. We were like best friends for about a year. And then he uh-huh. was like, I had a dream that we made out. So do you want to be my girlfriend? And I was like, that's not, <laughs> but like fine. Like I didn't have any other prospects. That is so funny. I did have, I'm not sure if I told this story on the podcast before. Um, I had this, I definitely, I must have, but it was this guy when I was in eighth grade. Um, I won't even use a code name for him, fucking Matt McKenzie. He, he, when I had the biggest crush on him in eighth grade and like I told him I liked him and he was like, I just like you as a friend. And I was like, cool, whatever, that's fine. Idiot. Um, I know, wrong, wrong of him. <laughs> but you know, he was, he was sweet about it. I was so embarrassed and you know, like whatever, it was fine. And then like two years, like, like sophomore year of high school, he tried to pretend that he had always had a crush on me and he was like he would do he's like Charlotte I never knew and I was like what the fuck are you talking I told yeah. you and he's like no you didn't and I was like I was gaslighting before I knew what it was um yeah. but one thing in particular that sticks out to me is like he, he uh, messaged me on Facebook at one point and was just like I had a dream about us last night we were dancing at theater banquet <laughs> No, but it's like, isn't what like, women want to hear? Fuck? It's like, I had a dream about, and I'm like, don't, you keep me out of your brain. Yeah, why? Keep me out of your dreams. Why I don't like that. Dream about me? Ew. Um, but then I was like, okay, cool. And then I think I told my friend Kelly that I was like, okay, Kelly, Matt keeps like saying this weird shit to me. And I guess she told him or she said something. Basically, I think she told him to fucking knock it off. Yeah. And, uh, and he was like, why are you telling everyone I like you? I don't even like you. And I was like, okay, fuck. Okay, Matt McKenzie. Uh, yeah, Matt McKenzie. What is do you fucking quit also. it, dude. Yeah, I know, God. right? Okay, um, well, we hate him. We hate him. I wonder if he's listening to this podcast. Probably. He probably is still he's probably obsessed. Yeah. He's probably going to respond and be like, Charlotte, I had a dream about you. I had a dream us. about you. <laughs> I had a dream about you. We were dancing on your podcast. Um, <laughs> oh, God. Okay. Uh, next question is, what is the uh, weirdest or, like, most wild place you've ever hooked up and or made out something besides the church besides the jesus Um, picture (laughs) i don't know that is my favorite one because it's like oh going to hell for sure that can be Um, it if you want to be i'm i'm trying to think like you know i've done like car hookups before but to me they're more stressful than like dangerous and exciting i'm like i can't move I have such long legs. I'm just under six feet tall. For all you listeners that can't lady. see me. She's a tall lady. So and even like, the, on the video, like, you've got a taller torso, but, like, I oh think yeah. it's mostly in your legs. We had to adjust the camera. We did. <laughs> <laughs> we did. But no, like, I, because this was, like, a little, like, little electric car. And so it's, like, nobody's, like, comfortable in that. But, like, add me. And it's, like, I can't. Like, this isn't fun. And I'm not flexible. Right. So there was just no, I think that was probably my most like unique spot, but I hated it. In the Jesus picture, I mean, that was just, anytime I reentered that church, I could like hear angels screaming at me. <gasps> Stop. Yeah. That was too funny. Um, I did weird. once uh, suck a dick in the back of my Honda Civic. Not my current one. <gasps> oh my my other one. I was like 19 or something. It sucked. It was, no, no pun intended. <laughs> no, but, <laughs> but it's like, it. I don't know, in movies, it looks so steamy it and cool. It looks so like steamy Titanic. Great. It was so hot. Like, we were drenched in sweat. Yeah. Like, and not in a cute way. I was, like, my back, it was one of those things where I'm, like, if you don't, like, hurry up and finish, like, yeah. I'm just going to quit because I cannot, like, my back hurts. I am sweaty. I can't breathe. Like, no. everything is just, it's so bad. It's, it's horrible. It's so awful. Ugh. Okay, so no more car sex no for all your sex. No um, unless more. you have, like, a... Like an SUV a, limo, yeah, and it's got like a AC compact going. SUV. Yeah. 
throw those back seats down. Yeah, like make your give yourself room because it's just not. I don't know. Yeah, no sedans. No, no. <laughs> oh my god. Okay. Um, and then my last rapid fire question is, uh, um, if you could give your sixteen year old self advice about dating, Ooh. what would it be? I think. I think like don't take. I was such a hopeless romantic, and I still kind of am. Same. But, like, we were watching things on TV, like Disney Channel dates and, like, you know, things on ABC Family and, like, Christmas movies. And it's, like, don't take all of those to heart and really mm-hmm. focus on the person and if you like them versus, like, what you think they should be doing. Yeah. And what you think you should be doing. Because a lot of my friends who went from, like, relationship to relationship, especially at that age... It was, they always acted the same and like felt like they needed to change themselves for a guy and look perfect and act perfect and like hide their personalities. And so I didn't have many relationships at that age because I was like, I don't want to change who I am. Right. And I was weird and unique and it was cool. And it was like, then I started meeting guys when I was older, when they finally matured, Uh who were like, oh, that's cool. Like I'm into that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But I think just like give yourself a break and don't put so much pressure on. And the relationships at that age like are not going to last anyway. Uh (laughs) Unless you're really destined to be. Yes, truly. (laughs) But it is such a, it is such a a minimal percentage. And so that's what, and I mean, those stories are fantastic. Like I've mentioned Luke and Brooke on this podcast many (laughs) times. Impressive as hell. Impressive as hell. We love that. My parents, Mm. great, impressive, but also my mom straight up says, she's like, that shouldn't have worked. I don't know why I did. I'm glad it did. I'm glad it did, but it definitely should not have worked. But like what? But like, I don't, I, I mean, at the time we were very much like, we were all we have and like this is, you know, but, yeah. uh, but also there are going to be hardships that you endure as you get older and yeah. there are, I don't know. I just, it, it's so funny to me, especially like watching, watching like movies now and stuff and especially like to all the boys I've loved before and like all these teenage romances yep. and stuff and, oh, I'm going to burp. Oh God. Bless you. <laughs> there we go. Oh, that was cute. Oh, thank you. That was so like tame. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. I try to tame my burps on the podcast. Nice. But just kind of, and it was, you know, my roommate Nora, who has also been on the podcast, we watch it and neither of us had boyfriends in high school and neither no. of us dated like at all in high school. I had the one kind of. Yeah. And, then, and, yeah. and it truly, like, it's just so, so funny to us where I'm like, imagine like dating in yeah. high school. Like when you have so much other shit going on. Granted, my dad was also dying at the time. Like, sorry right. to be a downer, but, uh, but my mom did point out when she's like, I'm actually really glad you didn't date in high school. I don't think I would have been able to deal with it. And then of course at the time I was like, mom, what? And, uh, but I kind of get where she's coming from where it's no, just yeah. like, I had so much shit going on and I was so desperate for like that hallmark, like that, you know, great love. Oh, yeah. And it's, like, the first time, like, not to get all scientific and stuff, but your hormones are going bananas. Mm -hmm. And so when you meet somebody, even when you just lock eyes with them, you're like, that is my person. And I just remember being so intense about it. And now... Now I'm like, I instantly write people off. I'm so picky and high maintenance now. Same. Which, like, thank God, because otherwise that would be a nightmare. But, yeah, I think, like, stuff just used to, like, hit you, like, such a wall as a Mm -hmm. teenager. And you'd be like, bam, that's my person. And it's like, no, it's not. Yeah. No, (laughs) I, oh, my God, I remember. And I I feel, okay, so, so on Love Drunk, uh, I do usually allow... People to use code names. Um, my whole shtick is like, if you are ever like, oh my god, I've been involved with Charlotte Rose or Juliana La Barbiera, <laughs> I am terrified. That what if they talk about us? Fear not. We do use code names, so no one will know, but you'll know. And I do all of that. I had a list, and like as time has gone on, I've forgotten like half of my code names for like dudes yeah. in high school because I had code names for like 
the guy, like my first kiss, who oh, I'm yeah. still, I'm pretty sure his code name is Kyle, but there's this one guy, and I want to say his nickname is like, that's not it. I don't know what it is. Anyway, it was this dude. It was in high school. I've told you this story before where it's like I hooked up with a guy and he had a girlfriend and it was like this whole yeah. big mess. Yes, you have heard the story. Uh, um, to oh be my young goodness. Again. To be to be young and <laughs> to be young and lack empathy. I'm gonna be 27 and in two weeks. <laughs> what is going on? Girl, I turned 28 this year. I keep forgetting you're older than me. Mm-hmm. You don't look a day over like 23. Thank you. Yeah. When I was doing background, I kept getting cast as 18 to look younger. I graduated yeah. high school like three times. And um, I was getting put in as like moms or like the commercials I've done. I'm like oh, a mom with three children. Oh my God. That is the funniest thing. Yeah. Just like what that was like that commercial where you had kids and, I was and like, they were all like me? eight to 10 years old. You and I was like, so like I have, mom. I mean to upstate New York, I do. I guess an upstate, <laughs> guess maybe, so. but also, you know, if I stuck you in the middle of like Podunk, Texas, you'd also be probably, a mom. you'd also be with a mom. like grandchildren too. <laughs> But, uh, no, (laughs) but it's, so, so, um, yeah, but this, this guy who's, uh, Nick, his codename I cannot remember for the life of me, but I remember, like, texting about this boy to, like, my best friend and being like, I feel like he and I are just, you know, we'll always have feelings for each other, just, like, as life goes on, like, we're always gonna be, like, he's always gonna be that person I look back on and, like, yeah. And I just, and I wrote that so, and I'm really not trying to disrespect my young self because you mean no, it. No, no, it's mean intense. It when it's oh, yeah. very intense. It's very intense. And it's exactly what you said. You lock on to them and you're like, this is my <laughs> person. You're like, boom, this is it. Yeah. And I truly was like, maybe we won't be together, but we'll always have like this love story and blah, blah, blah. And I look back and I'm like, Bleh. like, I cannot yeah, what's believe. Also, he's like happily married now. He's oh. like, he's doing his thing. Okay, he's good. doing great. He pops up, he pops up every once in a while on my social media and I'm like good for you dude it was one of those things where I just had such intense feelings for him yeah and then I hated him and then I like kind of got those feelings back a little bit and then I was like maybe we can be friends and then it was just so it was so back and forth for so long um and now I think that that's also another amazing thing about growing up is like forgiving people yeah and forgiving yourself for being so because I I was really hard on myself too looking back and being like why was I so like, why were, why was everything so magnetized for me? And I never yes. really, like, I mean, I had a lot of anxiety and a lot of stuff like that that I was dealing with too. Mm-hmm. And so everything was so up and down and such a roller coaster that I never got to chill out and be like, logically, what do I think is going on here? Like, yeah. or like, does this mean that I'm attracted to this type of guy? Not necessarily this one. Oh, like, yeah. I don't have to be fixated, but I like like the nerdier athletic guy or I like like this or I like... But instead it was like, I just like picked one and like lost my shit. And you really, you sacrifice so much. You turn inward. You like focus more on them than like good friends. Like it just, it takes so much energy. And I was like, this person isn't even worth it. Like I don't understand. It's really, it's no, that's exactly the thing is you are willing to sacrifice your friendships. You're willing to sacrifice like, like I remember there was one time I was supposed to be like staying home and cleaning and this guy invited, like, same guy we've been talking about was like, come over and hang out with me. And I did. And I left and I just went. And like, my, yeah. I, when I came home, my mom was pissed. And I was like, why doesn't she understand? And like, yeah. blah, blah, and this, that, and the other, blah, blah, blah. Like, you know, and I had even told, and you know, gonna, gonna put my mom on blast for a second. <laughs> I even told her, like, I had a crush on this guy and he has a girlfriend and blah, blah, blah. And you know, she, she was rooting for me, but in the sense of yeah. not like, I don't want you to break 
this girl's this, heart. Like, yeah. I don't want to, we want you to break this up. But she And also this me, guy maybe isn't the best. Yes. <laughs> but also it was very funny. Like, there was one time we were in the car and, you know, I was talking about him and whatever. And she just goes, you know that if he was married, this wouldn't be okay, right? <laughs> that made me laugh so hard where she's it's like, like, my mom's oh, trying to God. shirk, like, <laughs> accountability. Where she's like, you know, like, sort of. She entertained it for a little while, and then she was like, oh, this, like, isn't going away. <laughs> you're I the adulteress. To, you're, yes, like, like, don't. Oh, <laughs> hey, God. don't go after married men in the future, please. I know you're 16, <laughs> and this is probably fine, and you're probably going to grow. And I did talk about this with her later, and she was like, I knew that this, she was like, we were all going through a very hard time, yeah. and then also being a 16-year-old girl is very difficult, so. Oh, yeah. She was like, I knew you'd, I knew it was very likely you'd grow out of it, but I still kind of wanted to lay down the foundation of, like, Hey, for the future, for the future, <laughs> please don't pursue married men. Yeah. And I haven't. Not even Amazing. once. Me neither. Yes. I mean, I don't know that many people like that are actively in, actively in my life that are like married. Mm. And if I do, it's normally like I know the girl and like I've met the groom through being like friends with her. Right. I think. Right. We're at that age. A lot of people are getting engaged and married, but it's still like just such a small cluster. Yes. And most I know of my friends are single and we're just trying to figure out what the fuck is going on. Most of my friends, not most. I, I know a handful of, I, I do know a few married people. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. My, my high school friends, Shelby and David had a child. <gasps> Congratulations. Congratulations Ouch, on your congrats. baby. Uh, yeah, no, and they've, and they've been together for, since the dawn of time, since they were, like, two years old. Nice. Um, not really. Oh, they got together cute. in high school. They were the, the exception sweetheart. of the high oh school sweethearts. Oh, my God. They were the exception of the high school sweethearts. And, um, and they had that, oh, my God, when Shelby announced she was pregnant, I was like, ah! like, I freaked. It was so exciting. Um, and I thought I'd be, like, scared. Like, I thought I would be, like, ew. Like, I thought I, you know, I'd be, like, that's so wild. But, um. My initial like, reaction is always, ouch. I just think about the body physically. Oh, and then yeah. I'm, like, but that's really cute. Yeah. But then it's also <laughs> kind of cool because I'm, like, hey, Shelby did it. I yeah, could have do, do it. We can do it. We can do it. We can do it. We can do it. Um, we can but, do yeah, it. anyway, Shelby David, congrats on your baby. Yes. She's real cute. I look at all it's y'all's photos. Yes. Oh. Her name is Zoe. Oh, my God. So cute. I don't want boys. I'm, like, terrified. Oh, my God. I swear to God. I've said this. I've told... I've told everyone this. If I have two boys, I'm adopting a girl. There's no way I'm going to risk being a a three-boy mom. There's no way. I can't. I can't. There's no fucking way. I'm not doing it. And it's so funny because I've nannied so many kids, and I'm so good with the boys, Mm -hmm. but there's just something where it's, like, when they reach a certain age, I just won't know what what to do. Oh, yeah. I'm just going to be worried that they're going to, like, ruin women's lives. So I just, like, don't want to, like, that's extreme. But, like, I just, I, I just want girls. I relate to them way better being one. And also, yeah, there's, I don't know, like, it's so empowering to have girls and be like, you can be whatever you want to be. And, like, don't let anybody stand in your way. With boys, you have to constantly be be like, control yourself. (laughs) Put it away. Yeah, put it away. Put it away. No one wants to see it. Calm down. Calm down. Don't be an asshole. Don't do that. I also do love watching dads with daughters. I think there's something really precious about that. Oh, yes. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. I, um, um, in the, with, with the absolute risk of, um, just scaring him away. Um, there are times where I see Casey and I'm like, oh my God, he's going to be such a good dad. Yeah. He's going to be a great dad. No, but that's, and that's what is such a, that's such an attractive, great Mm -hmm. quality in like having a boyfriend it's like oh my god he treats me with such care and like tenderness and love and just like I feel so taken care of and I'm just like and I'm a a grown up like (laughs) and I'm an adult like I just can't imagine you with like this with a little little baby a little baby 
so cute. So giant cute. cut on my leg. And down there, too. What happened? I don't know. I think I ran into your table earlier. Love it. Sorry. We weren't even drinking. I'll get rid of it. Just walked in. <laughs> I'll throw it out. This it's nice like a, vintage table. Ow. I'll just throw it away. <laughs> yeah. Um, it betrayed yeah. me. All of this, great and fun and good. But I do have a, a serious question for you, Juliana. Oh, dear. Um, Juliana LaBarriera. I said it so fast this you time. You nailed it. I yeah, nailed you're it. You're getting better. That's the thing. I can't overthink it. I just got to say it. No, it rolls um, off the tongue if you like. It actually really does. Yeah. It really does. Um, do you believe in love? I do. I think it's the fact that it's something I've consistently fought for so hard mm-hmm. makes me think that it is real. Um, and it, I'm starting to recognize when I actually feel like I'm, when I love or am in love with somebody versus like the... You know, like, we've all been obsessed with a person. We've all... Infatuated. Infatuated. Or, like, you know, when it's true love, like, you don't have to make the excuses around, like, their behavior and what they're doing. It's like, oh, no, no, that's just blatantly wrong. Um, So I... I know all about that. (laughs) Yeah. So I, like, truly, I don't think I've been actually in love more than once. And that was, like, in my last relationship because he was the best. And Mm -hmm. it was great. And it was so healthy and everything. And that was the first time I learned, like... Oh, this is so effortless yeah. and so nice. And love doesn't have to be this crazy struggle. Mm-hmm. Um, but when you're only beaten down for a while, you stop believing in it. Oh, so, yeah. like, I'm I actually understand. very optimistic when it comes to love. But I know that, like, I don't want to be a part of, like, the hookup dating just to date culture anymore. Yeah. Um, and so I, like, tried to get back on the apps a little bit. And I was like, you know what? No. Like, I know when I connect to somebody and I'd rather it not be a total, total stranger. Right. Um, it's usually, it usually is born out of a friendship first and Mm -hmm. that love carries over into something deeper, but it's like, I love all of my friends. Yeah. And so I like that it starts with that foundation of like, even if we fight or even if this, at the very base we're friends and we have this mutual agreement Mm -hmm. to respect each other and trust each other and love each other in that way that like, I think it can only grow from there. Yeah. At least for me. Yeah. I love that. I, I remember when I was, and this was even before I entered into the relationship with ex-bar friend. This was a during mm. one of our off periods. I remember that you had said to me, you're like, it's not supposed to be hard. And yeah. and you told me, you were like, I've been here. I know what you're going through. And I and you were still with your ex at the time. Um, <sighs> you yeah. you were like, like kind of smack dab in the middle of that. Yep. Um, and you were very happy. And you yeah. were like, this is, this is a good thing that I have. And I've experienced all of this shit. And I've experienced the person who's like, so back and forth and so hot and cold. And like, oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and you, t- you were telling me about all of this and, and you were like, I promise, like, I didn't think it was going to happen. And then I met this guy and now I'm so happy. And like, you deserve, you know, what I'm feeling and oh, all yeah. of that. And I remember you told me that. And at the time I was just like, it was definitely like she doesn't understand, like you know, and like I, but I, I knew, and I, and I so appreciated you saying that, and I knew you were right, but at the same time, I just really, really wanted this person that was not good for me, and oh yeah, and even you know, I, I will, you know, we can shit talk him to the end of time. However, I will say at the beginning of that relationship, I do, I he did try, yeah, he was good, oh it yeah, was because I think that that was everyone's main concern, and all of my friends really did check in on me, and they were like, how's he? treating you is it okay everything I was like oh my god he takes me out we text all the time he tells me how much he likes me and yeah. like you know blah 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 and then it was just sort of like things started <laughs> slowly deteriorating yeah. as he experienced more of his own personal issues but yeah and and it's and and now I feel like I am kind of where you were yeah. were 
And I look back on it and I'm like, oh my God, I was fucking exhausted all the time. Yeah. All the time. Every day was a fight. Every day was a struggle. I cried over it all the time. And like when you have to make excuses to all of your friends, Mm -hmm. like it, it's like, again, it's like the voice that you want to listen to is coming from the person you're in the relationship with that's so toxic. Uh Even when everybody else is chanting at you, like it shouldn't be like this. Yeah. But because I was in a relationship like that before as well, like, you know, I had the really good one, but I've also had a really bad one Mm -hmm. and just a tough one. I know it's like, but you only hear Oh, yeah. The partners oh, yeah. talking. You only hear the ups and downs from that person rather than your friends being like, oh, my God. Because you do, you're really fighting for mm-hmm. something. And, like, and you are in love. Like, yeah. I, I was probably, I think I was in love with that person. I'm still discovering what that means for me. But, like, uh-huh. I think I technically was also in love with that ex. And so, like, the hard moments, like, I felt like I was dying. Oh, and that's. Yeah. It, but also ugh. the moments of care and the moments where you are receiving good things, like you take the smallest little crumbs. Like you take like the littlest pieces yep. of what they give you and you're like, I'm going to hold on to this and this is the thing that's going to get me through the next week mm-hmm. of crying chaos. and yeah. chaos and him being mean and him, you know, ugh. like ignoring me and yeah. like like little things like that. And it's just these little, like these little tiny pieces that you have to hold on to. And like, I didn't realize like, you don't just get the crown, you get the whole damn cake. You get everything. You get the whole cake. All of it. You get all of it. (laughs) And it's all for you. And you're like, oh my God. And like, yeah, sometimes there are going to be different. And and even like in the last week or so, I feel like um, Casey and I were kind of on opposite. Like he wasn't doing great the, like a couple weeks ago because he was going through so much stressful shit and then yeah. like now that he's kind of in a better headspace like I'm not in the best headspace for whatever reason and I'm but just that's like, like it's all about the balance and it's like are you taking care of each other when the other isn't right? exactly and yeah. rather than is it one person who's constantly not okay mm-hmm. and that's that's like when you really have to go like no they're not necessarily a bad person but if there's no being taken care of myself when I'm giving so much uh-huh. then like, this isn't meshing, or, like, the right. timing isn't right, or, like, mm-hmm. we're just not okay for each other. So. Exactly. Yeah, I don't know. It's really confusing to figure out, but I don't regret any of my relationships, even yeah. though some of them, like, in the past... Okay, the high school one was really stupid. Um, <laughs> high school doesn't count. That doesn't high ca- school doesn't count. I mean, that was literally for such a short amount of time, and mm-hmm. it was, like, long distance, because, you oh. know, we were 16 and we, like, couldn't drive, and <laughs> we went to different schools. So I was like, well, we live 30 minutes from each other and we're babies. Like That what? also always blew my mind. Like when people would date people that went to other schools, I was like, how do you even do that? Because we met at freaking church. And that's so true. like, that's where he thought we would like hang out. And I was like, we literally can't, like, what? No. Mine was, <laughs> mine was community theater. Like that was the whole oh, thing is we, we met in community theater. Community theater was theater. always so scandalous. Community theater was the horniest, most <laughs> incestuous place. And I don't get, like, it's ever. a band camp. But they always focus on band camp. They never they focus never on theater. They never focus kids. on theater. Like, literally, community theater. The horny. Oh, my God. first co ed sleepover, <laughs> community <laughs> theater. I asked my mom straight up. I was like, all of us are going to go sleep over at Catherine's. And she's like, who's all of us? And I was like, oh, you know, like me and. <laughs> and Jake and Tom and, and Brad and <laughs> Eric and Mark. And, <laughs> and I straight up, I was like, yeah, it's going to be like the boys or, you know, whatever. And um, and my mom was like, no, you're, yeah. you're 15. No. <laughs> like, you can't. No, you can't sleep over at Catherine's place with all the boys. And I was like, oh, okay. And then I lied and I said, oh, well, Catherine's mom is also not cool with that at all. So it's just the girls. And surprise, it was the girls and the boys. And I got felt up under a blanket (gasps) that night. Oh, my God. But also that dude then had sex with someone else that night. Oh, my God. Yeah, I know, right? Wild. 
No, 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 no. Yeah, I definitely wasn't having sex in high school. I was very crude-y. Like, I was like, what's going on? Yeah. And, like, that's also, I mean, you do you. Do whatever you want. But Mm -hmm. I knew that I was not mentally ready to understand that. And, Mm -hmm. like, I I don't know. That's a lot. And because I knew, like, I just knew at the time, too. I was like, any relationship I have at this age, like, just isn't a forever thing. Like, I'm way too independent to mm-hmm. be, like, to settle for, like, whoever I meet in mm-hmm. my math class sophomore year. So, I was like, I'm not going to, like, give... That felt like giving away so much. Right. And I had... Most of my friends were the same. But mm-hmm. I had a few that were very, like... They were very comfortable and good for them. Like, they were very empowered yeah. to do it. And I was like, go. Oh, I just know that this would destroy me. Oh, 100%. And and it was... That was my, my thing in high school, too, was... Gonna burp again. How are you not burping? Am I just drinking I've, more? I don't is it... really burp. Oh. That's been a thing. I like, I just, it Juliana's comes out as like talent. weird hiccups or something. So if eventually you start hearing the like, we'll pause because <laughs> I'll be literally dying. Um, I love it. But oh I'm my just gosh. like, I'm not a burper. I'm, I'm kind of burp. jealous. Sorry. Um, yeah. Really? You're jealous yeah, people of people are like, burping. it's so easy. Just be like, Ugh. and I'm like, I can't, what? What is that? What my is that? dad, when I was very young, my dad taught me how to burp like on command. I can't so. do it. That was really cool. Thank you. You just swallow air. I don't know how he I've explained tried. it to me. Believe me, I have really tried. Well, it's it kind of nice. like I can wiggle my ears too, and I don't know how to explain to people like how to how to wiggle how your to ears. wiggle your ears. I'm yeah. like, you know, the ear muscle, you just wiggle it, and it's like I don't fucking <laughs> what. I don't know. The face I make is like very. Str- I'm like very focused, and I'm like. <laughs> Once I get these headphones, I'm like, uh, I'll show you, I'll show you off. I mean, I can make mine like move up and down. Yeah, that's wiggling ears. Okay, so we can all do it. I have a talent. Hell yeah. I mean, I think not like fucking Dumbo. (laughs) No, not an (laughs) elephant. But they move, like I have such problems with like ear headphones because whenever I move my muscles, like they fall out. Okay, so I can only, I have like, sorry, uh, we're talking about about tangent, tangent about ears. Uh, This is why we love the podcast. No, it's. I, so, like, those headphones that have, like, the little gummy things on them, I can't fucking put them in my ears. They don't stay. Yeah. I am so... That's why I gave up working out. (laughs) I'm just kidding. But I, I get really stressed out working out with headphones in my ears. It's, it's so, but that's, that's very funny because I have the AirPods and I, I bought the first gen AirPods when second gen was out. And those are the ones that are like bigger and they have like the little gummy things. And like Casey and, and he was like, he has the second gen ones. And like, I was talking to people about it and they were like, oh, well, why did you buy the first gen instead of the second? And I was like, I can't. Like, those, the reason I only buy Apple headphones is because those little ones are the only ones that fit in my ear. And, and those like also fall out of my ear really fast. Okay. Only because they're not, like, like waterproof. So as you get sweaty, they just, like, pop out. That is, And yes, I'm a runner. That is So they true. just, like, disappear. And I'm like, I, okay. And then you're like, I'm so glad I spent $150 on these hoes. Yeah. Amazing. Uh-uh. So um, I'm currently looking for, like, an over-the-ear, like, what you're wearing, but wireless to, like, run. Like, so, like, you, like, yeah. Beats or something? Like, yeah. something like beats that. By Dre. Beats by Dre. <laughs> beats by Dre. Beats by Dre. That's actually really, I truly thought that every it was kind of like the gin thing. But no, like, I felt so left out. I, I felt, because people would be like, why don't you drink gin? And I'm like, because it makes me throw up. And then I was like, I'm literally allergic to it, gang. Like, just that one believe, is just, crazy. Just believe me when I say things, please. Like, when I tell yeah. you that the things don't, like, everyone's like, oh, well, you can get smaller little, oh, well, you could do, and I'm like, <laughs> I'm 28 years old. Yeah. I know what Guys, works for I know me what, and what doesn't. I know what's going on. Yeah. And the ones with the gel tend to like hurt my ears too. Yeah. I don't think they're good for you. Uh-uh. So you know what? We're gonna outlive everybody because we don't use those headphones. Fuck so. yeah. Ah. Um, I 
kind of forgot where we were going. Um, this is another thing with the podcast as we go off on these tangents. And then it's well, going to we be... were talk kind of... Meh. Like, we were kind of talking about, like, having oh, like, sex in high school and oh, how we both oh, whoa, didn't whoa, whoa. do that. Yes. But then oh, you were talking about yes. theater camp sleepover. Yes. Um, but Juicy. but back to... Juicy. Um, back to uh, theater camp or yeah. just... It's just school, theater kids just being theater, Just the horniest, the horniest little kids. And that just, was really jarring for me because mm-hmm. I felt so comfortable in that environment and all of a sudden it was, like, crazy town. Yeah. But I also... <laughs> this is the tangent that I go on everywhere when I'm on blast. I hated my hometown. That is not a shock to people who know mm-hmm. me very well. I, like, I would go to the rival football You games once described it as gear. the armpit of America. It literally. And, I mean, that's just New Jersey, in my opinion. But m- truly, my town was, like, closed-minded. Everybody just grows up and stays there. And I was like, mm-hmm. I don't understand, like, even just, like, move 20 minutes over. Like, experience, like, something different. Mm-hmm. But the town next to ours was where I started to kind of congregate. And I was also kind of, like bullied and just had a lot of trouble at my school and that Mm -hmm. started in elementary school but I was just a quirky different weird kid so I never had a lot of friends like in the school system Mm -hmm. um I did dance in a different town our church was in a different town and then I started doing theater in a different town and so it's like I had all these friend groups all over New Jersey (laughs) and that was great but the rival high school I would start going to their football games fell in love with boy there like those theater kids were so like wholesome artsy creative talented Mm -hmm. they're all still in some way artistic today mm-hmm. and I was like why the fuck like why was my zip code not just like one over like this is this would have been so easy and those theater kids like that was finally where I felt comfortable because at my high school like there were like assault stories one girl was like knocked out from drinking and like guys took advantage of her and they were like it like doing a rehearsal for like whatever the hell the musical was and I was like this is how I mean, this is never okay anywhere, but right. like you expect it from like the jocks or like the, I was like, guys, you were like singing opera 15 minutes ago. What's happening? I'm so confused. Yeah. Um, so I was very uncomfortable in the theater environment in my own school. And then everybody was shocked that I like got into a college for acting. And I was like, well, yeah, I fucking like, didn't associate with you idiots. Uh-huh. And I like went out and did my own thing. So I'm great- grateful for the theater community that I had because everybody kept their clothes on. I think. <laughs> and it was just like a like a family, which is what I wanted. Right. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I just, yeah. My big thing in high school is it was very much like, I knew that I wasn't going to wait until marriage, but I was like, I want to wait for like love. And then the older I got, I yeah. was like, I want to wait for someone who um, respects me. I'm just and like, with. I'm just like comfortable with. And that's yeah. eventually what ended up happening was I was just like, yeah, this, I don't think that this is going to go anywhere. And like, I don't think it's like going to be a serious, like, I don't think that we're going to date long term. I don't think, it, but like, yeah. honestly, I just rather do this with some, someone I'm comfortable with and kind yeah. of like take, take, um, kind of take control over it. In the sense of, I just, yeah, yeah, I just want it to be something that I have control over, I'm comfortable, and, and And that you want to do. It's not something that's expected of you. Exactly. And so, and I, I found myself in that situation, and I was like, all right, let's do it. Mm -hmm. And then, and then I still, even after that, like, I was still so nervous about, like, dating and relationships, and I was so, like... It was so scary it's and confusing. so stressful. And you don't know where the other person is mm-hmm. in that respect. Like, you don't know their history. You don't uh-huh. know what they're comfortable with. And that can be really hard to gauge. And that's why dating apps really stress me out. Because especially when they first started, it was just hookup culture. Oh, exactly. And I was like, no. Like, if I'm just going to have a one-night stand with anybody, it would be somebody I know. 
And I'm already like not really into that. So a friend, a friend with benefits is going to be like, and and this is as someone like I talk about my whole phase all the time. It yeah. was something where once I went on like my first actual Bumble date, and I didn't even sleep with this guy. I didn't go on my first Bumble date. Any hookup I had was was in like my like college. Good for you. You know, it was Wish it I was something. <laughs> But at the at the time, but then I went and just like added like just racking yeah, up I was those like, names. Whatever. Racking I kind of remember that. Names. That's kind of when we became friends. Was you? Yeah, were, you I was had, in my like, whole phase. You were juggling like a few different <laughs> little boys around town, and I was like, oh my gosh. <laughs> I'm little so did impressed. little did you know I had never done that before ever in my life and then it was suddenly like you know I kind of was joking around and it was so funny because it got to the point where like I would work um there's one time I worked a double at Granville and then I like was like oh I'm so stressed I'm so tired um I'm gonna just like hook up with this random dude but then it was like Pavlov's dog so it's like every time I worked a double I wanted to hook up with someone um what else can it, you do to stay sane exactly was, oh, exactly well, I... but but for me it was something where it was like finally I didn't go on my first Bumble date and I do remember this code name Bumble Boy but uh Bumble Boy I, I went on yes mm-hmm. I went on a date with him and that was my first Bumble date ever I was like dying I thought I was gonna die I was so anxious I was like I am going to implode I hate this because again anyone like that I had sex with it was literally someone that I knew it was a like person that I had known through like school in my college in my you know whatever and so finally I went on a date with this guy I didn't even end up sleeping with him because I was like no I would like to wait and then um and then we did eventually sleep together like a few dates later and then I was kind of trying to move in a more serious direction he was trying to move in a more casual direction but then after that I was just like listen I do not my 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 body count is not very high what if I just hooked up with a dude like what can I do that is that allowed can I do that and then I just kind of did and I realized that it was just like on dating apps and that's the thing dating apps have turned so much into that like actually yeah yes and so um I would I this is I'm saying this right now because when tinder first came out it was a dating app yeah. And then and it then turned it, into a hookup app. And yeah. so that's when Bumble was made. And then Bumble started to turn into a hookup, hookup app. app. And so they made Hinge. I guarantee. I met Casey on Hinge. We were both That's like, how I met yeah. my ex-boyfriend. Yeah. We we met on Hinge. I guarantee Hinge is going to go the exact same way. And there's going to be some new dating app that comes out that's supposed to be the Well, no, there's all the little app. ones right now. Like Coffee, Coffee Meets, Meets Bagel. Bagel. I tried that one there's briefly. One, like... There's one that's like another, just like one word one that's come up. And I don't even. I don't know. Like cuties or. I don't know. (laughs) Cuties. It's definitely not called that, but it's like a weird little abbreviated word. And I was like, oh, this is so stressful. Cause I was like, I like tried to get back on them a little bit because Mm -hmm. my last relationship, like my most serious one for a year Mm -hmm. and a half, like we met on Hinge. And Uh that was so great because. You have to answer so many questions, and you have to re like. There are prompts that you, so you fill out. People. You get to post. I I posted like a funny video that yeah. I had taken of me. Like it was literally it was the stupidest thing. I got coffee from the place where my friend worked, and I got in my car and I was wearing my mask because yep. I got back on during COVID. And it was truly I was trying to brush off the cobwebs. I was trying to flirt. I was trying to get some attention. Yeah. Um. And I took a little video of me like trying to drink coffee with my mask on, where I keep like struggling <laughs> to do it. And it was sort of like okay, well you can see a little bit of my humor. Like, yeah. You know, I'm it's, funny. I'm funny. <laughs> I'm not just hot, a hot piece of ass. Come I'm, on, guys. I have a personality. Yeah. No, I was the same. I was very, with the prompts, I was like very, first of all, I was very specifically political. Like I was like, I, I, I'm in a unique box because 
I'm religious. I'm Lutheran, but I'm also liberal. Yes. And that's really, it's so hard. Today, it's like, if you're religious, you're super conservative or you're like, fuck religion. And I like, I vibe with those people Mm -hmm. harder, but I'm like, I'm still religious. This is really hard for me. Exactly. So that's how I met my, the, the guy that I dated for a year and a half because he like politically we would have debates and stuff, but we were both kind of middle of the road, like leaning. Mm-hmm. And so we could have debates that were healthy, that were normal, that were this and that, especially with everything going on. I was like, we have to just like talk about things that yeah. are happening, but we were also both religious. And so we had this like really nice sharing of the understanding of like religious guilt about things. And like this mm-hmm. and that, that like we talked about early on in our relationship, like before we started having sex and stuff, because we waited a little while. Um, this I is, do remember you telling me this. We waited a like, little while. Wait a bit, and that was for multiple reasons. Like one, mm-hmm. he was a stranger, and so it's like it is hard for me to just be like, "Oh yeah, let's go." Mm-hmm. And also, I was assaulted like before we dated, and so mm-hmm. on. Like our second or third date, I explained to him, I was like, "Look, this happened to me. I'm very like, I'm not gonna rush into yeah. this." And yeah, and he was so I. We're still good friends because he is truly the best. Like, I ended things for my mental health and just, like, there was a lot going on. But truly the greatest guy I know. And he's a good he dude. Was, Can he's confirm. such a good dude. Can very, confirm. very good dude. Best dude. Straight up, like, showing up. I remember, like, I remember him being, like, I know that your brunch is, like, all girls. But if you can't, like, if you're stressed <laughs> about people. Because I was saying something about, like, oh, I'm not hearing back from certain people. And he was, like, if you need me to come just to when? fill a seat. My birthday brunch. Literally birthday. right before COVID. Oh, my God. That's the last, so The funny. last birthday brunch before COVID. Was the March dude. 1st, we had a 10. I had a 10-person birthday brunch at Granville. Yeah, because it was, like, me, Brett. It was everybody. But they were starting to go, like, okay, we're not going to seat, like, these tables. And we're going to mm-hmm. go on a higher weight because we don't really know. It was, like, pre-mask. My ex brought this up recently because, again, like, we're buds, so we've been hanging out and, like, writing sketch together and stuff. Mm-hmm. And he was like, do you remember, though, that one day around Easter, so it took us till Easter to get masks. He was like, we were going to go into the CVS, and he was like, I wanted you to go down a different aisle because I wanted to get a bunch of Easter stuff but, like, not show you. Like, he, he did the eggs. He did uh-huh. the candy. And this guy came out, and he was like, excuse me, get out of our store. Like, you don't have a mask on, blah, blah, blah. And that was the first time we actually heard that it was a, a rule. We just, like, straight up didn't know because we were going – we were so scared of being around people mm-hmm. that we went to grocery shop all the way in Malibu. Oh so this my was God. the Ralphs in Malibu. And it was an escape. It was something to do. So we'd right. always go to the beach for like a few hours. Weirdly enough, I have been to the Ralphs in Malibu. It's so nice. It's so nice. <laughs> you walk in and it's instantly like wine, cheese, charcuterie. Like it's just. You're like, I love that. And nobody's there because nobody yeah. in Malibu shops at Ralphs. Yeah. They all shop at like fucking golden crust and whatever grocery stores you have um but like so we would go there and I remember we went into the CVS and got berate and I like forgot about that memory so things are starting to come back where he was like no 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 like we were thrown out of a store Mm -hmm. and that's when we were like oh my god how do we buy where do we buy a mask like what do we do and they're sold out on Amazon and like Mm -hmm. just thinking back to all of the stuff we went through Together, even as a couple, like if I didn't have him, I would have been so traumatized by everything. Oh, well, I was a little I less went, with him. I, yeah, I went. <laughs> I went home for a month and a half. Um, That's right. And and it was funny because before, and I'm so glad. I'm so glad I did. I'm yeah. very, very. I'm so thankful that I did because at the time, uh, <laughs> my roommate at the time, Natalie, my my former roommate, she 
brought it up recently and she was like, yeah, Charlotte was like low key, like very casually suicidal um, in the oh. sense that like oh, I had, but I had gone through, I had gone through my breakup mid-February and finally I was like, my birthday's going to turn it all around, personal new That's year. That's right, it was that I, close. Yes, I went home and then I came back literally the day before everything shut down. So my last normal, like regular shift at Granville was March 8th. And so, and then I came back and my ex knew that I had been ex-bar friend, knew that I had been out of town and texted me and said, I know you've been out of town. If you need me to go to the grocery store or do you need, like, if you need stuff, let me know and I will go and get it for you. I remember that. He's like, I know that I probably shouldn't be reaching out, but like, it's a global pandemic. I figured like that was, you know, I, I should say something. And it just made me so upset because I was like, why weren't you this nice to me when we were dating? Yeah, like it takes a global um, pandemic for you to give me for attention. For you to, to like yeah. be kind to That's me. That's fucked um, up. And then I just said something like, hey, I appreciate it, um, but I'm all good. I actually came back from Texas, literally lined my suitcase with like canned goods and like dried goods. But thank you so much. I appreciate it. No, that was And then, weird. yeah, Oof. and then I posted something on the Facebook group because Eddie had eggs or he knew oh, someone yeah. who had eggs. And I was like, can you put me on the wait list for eggs? For and eggs. and ex-bar friend saw that and texted me and said, hey, we have so... And he took a picture of like all these fucking eggs that he had in the fridge. And he's like, do you want eggs? And I'm like, I don't want your fucking eggs. Stop texting yeah. me, please. Get away like, from please me. Please stop. Ta- and I'm like, listen, I know that a gl- like our breakup pales in comparison to a global pandemic, but like, you cannot do this. Leave me alone. Like, yeah, like you we have to friends. leave me alone. Like, you really, yeah. really do. And I just remember, like, I went on a walk with Natalie and Aaron because that was all you could do. Is it was like take Walks. a socially distant walk and just like try and just be like, when do you and literally cross the street when you see someone like zigzag across the street. And, and, and that was shelter in place. And, um, and we were walking and I told that I was like, I am not doing good. Like I am doing very, very poorly. And I feel, cause also as an extrovert, the only thing that was getting me through my breakup was friends going out, having fun, going dancing, going to restaurants, you know, knowing that there was more to life than this person. And when I no longer had access to any of that, I I I didn't want to get up in the morning. And it yeah. truly and and I'm really not trying to I feel like people who are I, I would never say that I was suicidal. Every every person who has struggled, I've never struggled with with suicidal thoughts. There have been times where I've been like, I wish I could sleep for like two fucking months. Like, you know, but at the end of the day. (laughs) I wish I was a bear. (laughs) Exactly. But at the end of the day, if I get on an airplane, I'm like, I don't want to die. Please don't crash. You know, that's, that's it. But I told Natalie and Aaron, I was like, I am afraid that one day I truly will just not have the will to like wake up. Like I, I, that is what I tried to explain it in the best terms I, I could. But I was like, I feel like my bed will suck me up and I will not be able to like get up and get out of bed. And, and like, that's intense. And yeah. it was, and it was the most intense sadness and depression. And I was like still on my medication at the time. And it just like wasn't yeah. enough. And it just, it was not, it was not helping. And so honestly, at the time when my mom was like, I think you should come home. I think you should wait it out here. Um, I was upset and I was sad. And I was like, this is admitting defeat. This is admitting that this thing isn't going away for a while. And I don't want to do that. Um, but going home for a month and a half, was truly the best thing I could have done Good. because I dealt with my breakup and I went through all of these feelings and all of these emotions with my, with my family, with my mom. And like yeah. having her was so important to my healing, I think. Oh yeah. Um, and I mean, we talk about, cause Tony, uh, <laughs> I said his 
name. It's fine. I we're on such good terms that he's I. He's a great care. dude, and we he love deserves Tony. such a shout out. We love Tony. Shout like, out to Tony. He's, he's the best. He's the best. He loves where he's from, mm-hmm. and so you know he really. And we even talked about it. Like the only reason he was staying in LA to wait it out was for me, and I had a lot of guilt with that because mm-hmm. I hate where I'm from, and while I love my family. I do so much better solo. And mm-hmm. for something this big and this drastic, I was like, I leave LA. That's where I'll hit the feelings that you were feeling. Yes. I cannot, like, I went home for a month in December. I have to stop calling it home. I haven't lived there in nine years. I went back to you, my It's always going to be, it's always going to be home. Like, know. home. I, you can, more, multiple places can be home. Multiple places can be home. So I went, yes. I went back there for a month in December because, you know, like, COVID was picking up again. The restaurant we worked at, it was mm-hmm. starting to recede. They were like, you know, we had dine-in and then it was starting to be taken away. Mm-hmm. So the manager called and was like, if you want to like go home, go home, just like get out of here. Like we're yeah. not going to try and schedule you. And I was like, okay, I'll go home for a month. It was, that's where I hit. That's another reason why I'm so glad I went. And that was another reason why I was like, okay, I'm yeah, freaking work. I don't want to go home, but also when am I going to, let's just say that this, cause, and it was a one-way ticket and they were like, we will yep. get your ticket when everything's clear up, whenever you want. And so I ended up having to go back in May because my lease was up at my other place and I had to yeah. move to a new place. As people who worked in the service industry, um, even if it was for something fucking terrible like COVID, we we never had an opportunity to go home for a month at a time, for a month and a half Oh my God, they made it so dramatic to get like three days off. Me and Charlotte both don't work there anymore. Um, I drove by there yesterday and it was so packed. I was like, no, I'm done. I outgrew that just like I outgrew some relationships. Yay. <laughs> Back to relationships. It always relates to the podcast. It always relates to the podcast. Um, so this is a great opportunity to ask about like, you know, we've we've been, we're, we're talking about the past. We're talking about what we yeah. have been through. Let's talk about the future. Are you going to get married and can I come? Yeah. So, I mean, nobody's on the horizon right now. Um, it's very interesting. Like I, COVID really magnified everything for me. And then also like now that we're coming out of it, I'm almost more anxious when it comes to dating and just like being with people because I was in that relationship for all of it. Mm -hmm. And I mean, thank God I was, it was so, it made it so okay. And it was actually a lot of fun. And like, Mm -hmm. now I'm like, Oh God, the world's opening and there's so many chances to like meet people, but this is overwhelming. And like, Uh everybody's kind of like, I don't really know what people are looking for because everybody's been alone. (laughs) So it's very stressful. Yes. I think... That's something that I've been interested in where it's like, oh, so so is everybody... Are all the boys trying to get wiped up or are they trying to play the field? Are they trying to just hook up? Yeah. What what is... But no, like I... I mean, I really hope just where I'm at because I am so career-driven, I am so independent, and I really need my own space a lot of the time. And like my mental health, I'm still trying to get back on track. And I think everybody is. We just went through a lot. But I really hope that the next person that I'm with is the potential, like, the person. Yeah, because I'm exhausted. And also, that's normally what I look for when I date. Like, the last person I really was like, I could see myself marrying this person. Mm-hmm. For some reason, like, it just, timing-wise, I'm like, eh. And there were a few things that were, like, a little off. But I was like, okay, I'm on the right track. Right. I know that I really like these qualities in a guy. And I know that moving forward, I will settle for nothing less. Yeah. Because it was the first time I felt I was really taken care of and treated with respect and like mm-hmm. and really under got to know the other person because we had so much time and so I kind of hope I never want to be in quarantine again but I kind oh, of yeah, hope of that going forward people understand like it does take this much time to really have a healthy relationship and really grow it and really keep it 
strong and keep mm-hmm. it changing and keep things moving forward. But you have to like you have to sit with the person in all the hard moments and all the good moments. And that's what we had. And I was like, okay, I want to carry that over now. And I'm so not interested in just hooking up then because I like I've had that and I've seen how good that that can be and how healthy that was for me. Mm-hmm. And now I'm just looking for that again. Right. So I really want to get married because I want to have a lot of kids. That's not true. I want to have like three. And like not yet. As I'm excited from, as I'm, I get, I'm, I'm like, from a three kid family. Like yeah. I, I could I do it, it. I again. Think, I all girls. It. Um, all girls. All girls. No boys. No boys. No I really boys want. I really want girl twins. I just think that would be. <gasps> I so want cute. for some reason. I don't know why. And also, twins do not run in my family. So like, I they don't run in my either. I'm hoping for the guy to be like, I have like five sets of twins. Yes, in my love it. Um, I'm just gonna go on. I saw this TikTok the other day that was literally like me going on a roller coaster while eight weeks pregnant. This isn't gonna do anything. Me, but it's eight literally eight weeks is like she just found out she's okay. Pregnant. Fair, yeah, still like, so eight weeks. So ah! she goes on a so you you are there is a certain point where you're not supposed to go on a roller coaster, but she was like eight weeks, me eight weeks pregnant, being like, Oh, me going on this roller coaster, no big deal. And then she shows her twins, and she's like, The egg getting scrambled. Oh, god. <laughs> but I have been, I don't know why, I, I write tw- like, um, like fraternal boy girl twins. Like, I write them into a lot of my, like, and most of them have been for, you know, projects that never went anywhere. Okay, but if for, I have a boy-girl combo, then I can do a boy, like, child. Yes. Like, if it's a boy-girl twin, that would be That's so the thing. So it's, I, I think I want, but also this is someone who, I grew up with an older brother and an older sister, mm. and I feel like it also, it reflects, like, you want all girls, you grew up with a sister. Yeah. You know, I think that it's, um my, my friend Chance, he was like, I want a boy and a girl and I want the boy to be older and the girl to be younger and I was like that's literally but that's like the thing is I don't know if I want three kids but I definitely want a boy and a girl um because I grew up with a brother and a sister and you know I just I feel like a lot of times people either go I literally was about to be a lot of times people go either with exactly what they grew up with or not what they grew up with and those are the only two options (laughs) I mean yeah either do what you grew up with or Or do not at all but it's but I've noticed that a lot of the time people who only had a sister want all girls or all like girls. Yeah. you know stuff and like that. And a lot that. of my friends come from all girl mm-hmm. families. But I just love writing. I just love writing like the twins. Like I just think that that's so fun. Um and I would and that is that is my I don't think I've ever mentioned this on the podcast but like my I don't think it's going to happen. Obviously, I would have to I'd have to, you know, check with with the man I'm having children with to be like do twins run in your family? Do twins but run in your family? I want Please. but I want one boy and one girl. I, I want twins. I wouldn't love um, giving birth to two babies at once, but then also I feel like if I had the twins, I could be like, done. Done. Yeah. Done. Maybe that's what I'll put on my dating profile now, like seeking people who have twins run in their family. (laughs) Seeking. And that's literally it because I want twins so badly. So are you some, like I'm definitely someone that imagined their wedding a lot when they were a kid. I do. And what's funny is the more weddings we go to, like I even said this at the last one, I was like, I so don't have a guy in mind right now. That if I'm, this is insane, but I was literally like, if by the time I'm 40, I'm not married, I'm still getting like a fucking white dress. I'm making everybody show up and we're just making it a birthday party for Hell me. Hell yeah, do it. Do <laughs> but it, I do, do a lot of the times like the details, because you know when you're younger and you go to weddings, mm-hmm. it's kind of overwhelming and you don't really know what's going on and you're there to like party and eat food and like play right. with the kids. Mm-hmm. And lately I've been going and going like, oh, I can't wait to do like this with my father or like Mm -hmm. this part is so special or I know the song that I want for this. And I'm the type of person, I'm a Leo and I'm insane. Charlotte knows that. She's crazy. But I was like, everybody, I love her, but but I'm cute. 
But I was like, everybody will be dancing down the aisle. That is like, like I'm that party mm-hmm. wedding where it's like, you will be on your feet from the moment it starts. And I told my sister, I was like, your job is made of honor. I literally care about nothing else. Mm-hmm. But I was like, you got to get the party together. They have to have this thing choreographed. I need to like act surprised, but like also kind of know what's going on. Right. And like, we'll figure You're like, out I'm telling you now so yeah. we don't talk about it later, but yeah. you know but, that like, this you is know. what I want. And she was like, okay, on it, on it. Like she's, she's going to be great. And then I was like, and then I literally don't care how the rest of the night goes. But that needs Love. to be like the ceremony part needs to be short and sweet, but like fun. Yeah. And... And I was like, that's all, that's like your main job. I don't need anything else, but damn, everybody better dance their faces off. And she was like, okay, deal. That is um, so sweet. So hopefully I don't marry like a total loser bum who's like not into it, but I don't know why I would. So it'll be I okay. don't think you would. I can't yeah. imagine you with that person. That would be like, no, <laughs> no, <laughs> no, we need a strictly Catholic wedding. I'd be like, no, we Jeez, don't. Please. You need a Catholic wedding that lasts fucking six hours. No, that's Um, the other thing. I think weddings are so much more intimate when it's the little ceremony. Like, I really, I get so personal with writing that, like, I I want the vows to be, like, really special. Uh And I also like, like, the last wedding I went to, the vows were pretty short and sweet between them. But she said that they actually exchanged personal vows separately. Oh, my God. Like, on their honeymoon, they had, like, and I was like, that's actually really cool, too. because Like, even for people I've fallen in love with before, I could write pages. Right. So I'm like, when it's my husband, I'm going to be a mess. Like, I I'm don't gonna, know. I'm going to, oh my God, I am going to stop. I'm yeah. going to, I am literally, I cry at every, every wedding that I've been to, like as an adult, <laughs> I have cried. And even if I go into it and like, I'm, I actually haven't been to like that many weddings as an adult, but like watching it. I'm like, oh, these are my these are my dumb friends from high school. Like, yeah, I'm not gonna but, cry. And then like, I'm just watching them, and I'm like, this weep. is amazing. You guys grew up together. You grew up together, and like, you're so this is so great. Um, but yeah, and so I just know that, I know that like I'm when I say my vows because also I remember being like so fucking single watching these weddings, oh, yeah, being like, maybe one day, blah blah blah. And so it's it's truly like. Like, when I am up there, it's going to be something where it's like, never did I ever think that I would find someone Legitimately. Like, like, truly. I've, it's going to be so bad. I was very emotional at our old co-workers' weddings when David and Amanda got married. And that was right mm-hmm. before COVID. And I definitely had COVID at that wedding. Like, I was so sick. And a few other people were really sick. And it was before we really... Mm-hmm. We were hearing the term coronavirus in the news, but it was in January of yeah. 2020. So nobody really knew, but I was like borderline about to be hospitalized. I was so ill. Oh, and they tested you for bronchitis and they were like, it wasn't. Yeah, they I were like, it's not bronchitis, but here, we don't take understand. this inhaler. Yeah. So, you know. Yeah, they were like, your asthma isn't back, but your lungs are filled with liquid. And I was like, this is so confusing. And mm-hmm. I was sick for like months on and off. I had this weird dry cough and then I would not. I was like, guys, COVID is real, okay? Um, and then I got the antibodies test, and it confirmed that I had it in my system. And so I, that oh was when I was God. like, Oh, my God. I didn't know Jesus. you had the antibodies test. I had it back when they were like, you can't really trust it. And I was like, but if it says that I had it, like. Do you see, really quick, I'll probably cut this out too. Leanne's married. I know. Do you see? She was the most beautiful bride. Oh I texted her. I was like, I'm so overwhelmed by how pretty you are. I literally, I responded to her message, and I was like. Dude, I love this. You look amazing. Like, yeah, she looked. She looks beautiful, and she also looked so. Everything was so natural. Like her makeup Uh and stuff. It didn't even look like she was wearing any makeup at all. Mm -hmm. And I was like, you are glowing and beautiful and a princess. So it's amazing. Love you. Ugh, all my friends are getting engaged. I want to be engaged. It's insane. See, okay, but like, do you actually like if Casey proposed like now, would you be like, yeah? 
Or do you feel like you still have a little bit of just like, just like learning to do? Like as just like you? I, that's actually a great question. I think that um, I would definitely want to live with him before getting engaged. Mm -hmm. I also, honestly, Loki, this is fucking insane. If he proposed today, I'd be like, okay, sure. Yeah, let's do it. I I have already, it's so, it's so cute because I remember Faith asked me this. She was like, do you think he's the one? And I was like, honestly, yeah. Like I think he, I do think he is, but I do want to live with him. Also, yeah. I'm very exciting. He did just move into his new place that like his last place um was not dog friendly and so I couldn't bring Theo over. So That's he hard. would always come to my place and it was actually really sweet because when he was looking for apartments with his new roommate. They were looking for dog ones. Yes. They were Aww. it was actually very very sweet where he was like I just want you to know that like not only am I considering what's going to be best for me, but I'm also considering what's going to be best for you as well. And I was marry just like, him. and that's why I would marry him tomorrow. Yeah. No, yeah. but it's, but, um, but I just came from his place today and he was like, I'm really glad you like the new place. And I was like, I feel like I have like a second home, home yeah. which is so amazing. It was so sweet. How many people like, does he live with now? He lives with two other people. Oh, his, his like best friends, um, Michael and Dora, who are also amazing. And I just thought it was so funny. I was there and... And I hung out with them all night. And, of course, I don't want to be, like, that girlfriend who's always there or, like, you know, annoying or whatever. And it was so funny because Michael was like, thanks so much for coming over and, like, spending the fourth with us. And I was like, thank you for having me. And I also told it, I was like, if if there's ever, like, a a night that's, like, because I'm always going to ask if I can come with you guys to places because I love you guys. But also, if there's ever a night where it's roomies only, like... That's tell fine. me. Yeah. Tell me. And they were all like, I don't know why that would ever be a case. Like, I literally don't. Um, and then my favorite part was they've all been moving for the last week. So they're all exhausted. So yesterday, I got a few um, Topo Chico seltzers in me. Nice. I am talking so much. I'm like, but Topo that's Chico just me. doesn't have alcohol. No, Topo Chico seltzers. They just came out with like hard seltzers. Oh, they did? Yes. I was like, I was thinking, I was like, they're so you so drank good. four waters. <laughs> yeah, I drank four waters like, and what? I was like healing myself. No, but it, so they, the hard seltzers. And it was so funny because like we, we were going in from the pool and I just kind of got like that anxiety of like, am I talking too much? Am I being annoying? Oh, I do that all the time. Um, yeah. And so I, so I was like. So Casey was the last one, like Dora and Michael had gone in and I like looked at Casey and I was like, am I talking too much? And he goes, what? And I go, I just feel like I'm talking a lot. And he goes, baby, you always talk a lot. And I, I started laughing and I go, no, I just don't want to monopolize. And he goes, that's no, that's who you are. And I love it. It's just, they're very tired. (laughs) They're very tired. And I go, but I'm not being annoying. And he goes, no, you're not being annoying. Like it's fine. Um, so just again, like that care and that sincerity, but I do want to, I'm very excited to be able to go over there more often and like bring my dog and, you know, like kind of have that spot. So I mean, realistically, yeah, if you propose tomorrow, I'd probably be like, hold that thought like hold yeah. that thought for just a little while longer just a little um, bit but yeah I've also very much I feel like I might have said this on the podcast before I don't want kids at my wedding and I feel like that's like well that's normal mm-hmm. I so here's my thing it's actually really interesting mm-hmm. so I don't because we don't have many kids in the family yet uh-huh. like I have like a billion young little cousins in Texas and I have a few first Huck cousins on. in Texas. Texas. Uh, yeah, it's I don't where know where they're from. I don't know if I don't remember where they're from. But like one of one of my first cousins has like a billion different kids with like different girls. So there's just like children Love everywhere. It. Them I don't really have a relationship with because they're all so young. Like I think the oldest is just now like 14 or something. So mm-hmm. it's like you know they go all the way down to like baby. However, 
I want the kids that I want at my wedding are some of the kids that I've nannied since I moved to LA. Oh, and there are three in particular. I I miss them so much because they're now 10, 6, and 3. And I started nannying them before the three-year-old was born. The six-year-old was like a baby. Oh like this God. was like right when I moved to LA. And the, so the 10-year-old was like really young too. And I've just watched each of them grow into their own little people. It's two girls and a little boy. I love that. That Actually, I love I the feel. dynamic of the love older that. girls and the younger boy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like they're going to, he's going to be the most empowered, like feminist, badass, like boy ever. Yay. Um, and the mom, like the parents went through like kind of a rough divorce. So I was there a lot, like kind of helping out and just like watching them grow and stuff. Like those children, not only do I want them at my wedding, I want them like in it. Because that, to me, like, I have such a relationship with them. Mm-hmm. And they moved up north during COVID and, like, broke my heart. Because I was like, well, damn oh, it. Like, I remember you telling me about this. Yeah. So I think you were like, I can hang out, but, like, I am saying goodbye to, like, my kids. Yeah. And so I don't know how I'm going to be. Yeah, like, it was like, it's night. weird. And I remember me and Tony's, like, second or third date, they were getting ready to move. They moved once before, but then they came back. And then COVID hit and they permanently moved. So... I showed up crying. It was like me and Tony's like literally second or third date. And he was like, oh my God, like bless him for like being fine. But he was like, is everything okay? And then he was like, I just said goodbye to like these three little angels. And he thought that that was the sweetest thing. And that was when we had like our first kiss like that night. Because he was like, you're just oh so cute. God. Like I can't. And I was like, I just like, I'm going to miss them so much. And I'm so sorry. That's why I was late. And even the mom, like she knew I had a date that night and she was like, you can go. Like, it's okay. Because one of the kids was hysterical. Because she, the oldest one was understanding, like, that this was goodbye. And right. the other two were so young that they just, like, didn't know. Right. But she was losing her mind. And was like, you can't go. So I stayed. Like, I was, like, 30 minutes late for the date. But I just, I was just, like, I was, like, trying to keep it together. And he was like, you're such a cute crier. And I was like, I'm not. I just, you're just only seeing, like, the surface. Oh but I'm going to miss them so much. So them I want at my wedding. But I don't think any other kids. Yeah. And there's three of them. So it's enough to keep themselves entertained. Mm-hmm. But then, yeah, there's literally, we don't have children in the family yet. Like, one of my cousins just got married. And they're chilling. Like, right. they're, so, but it, there is something really cute about having, like, a little ring bearer or, like, flower girls. Or, like, mm-hmm. and it's, like, and if you know they're well-behaved. Right. Like, that, that is fun. the thing. Ring bearer and flower girl. I think that that would be okay. But also, like, put, stick on Betty by, like, before, oh, before yeah. the, before the reception. Well, we that's the other hard. thing. We go in hard. We and you know, hard. yeah, it's very cute to have, like, kids dancing at your wedding, but at, like, 7 p.m. Oh, And then yeah, they yeah. leave. And then yeah. you're like, let's rage. Uh, so. oh, but that was another thing is another reason why I would not say yes to Casey if he proposed to me tomorrow. I would be like, okay, well, even if I do say yes, it's going to be like, Let's do this it's in four gonna, years. It's, yes, exactly. Yeah. It's like, let's gonna... Because also, very early on in our relationship, before we even were, like, boyfriend-girlfriend, we talked about wanting to get married, just not in the sense of, like, let's marry each other. It was, like, for my... We- and we still kind of fucking talk yeah. around this, and we're like, well, my wedding and my wedding. Aww. where um, But I mean, I told... Like, he and I were very much in agreement in the sense where it's like, yeah, I thought about my wedding a lot, and there are things I want to do, but both of us were on the same page about, like, I do not want to have a wedding until I can afford to pay for That's the all other the thing. things Money. I want. Oh, my God. So expensive. So expensive. So expensive. Yeah, so that's one. And I know, like, with me, and it's probably the same with you and him, like, I want to get married here. Yeah. So that's going to require yeah. everybody else it's a destination for. And it's not, like, Jesus Christ. I'm not fucking getting married in Utah. He doesn't want to get married in Utah. So. No. 
And I can imagine you'd rather get married here than Texas, probably. Mm-hmm. Just because, like, this is you. This is where you guys met. Exactly. Um, yeah. So, yeah, like, I remember, like, with, with our friends. At Hinge, sponsor our wedding. Yeah, help Come us on. out. Um, I remember with David and Amanda, with mm-hmm. some Granville coworkers, they got married in Malibu, but it's, like, their families are from, like, really far away. And they, like, a lot of siblings, lots of cousins, and they mm-hmm. all just, like, drove cars out to Malibu, and it was insane. And I was like, oh, this is crazy and that's not necessarily a budget that the bride and groom are covering but it's still something that it's like you have to look into hotels that can accommodate this many people for Mm -hmm. a long time because if you're going to a wedding an hour away you might stay in the hotel overnight these people would be staying for like a week yeah so yeah I don't know and that's the other thing so with weddings I don't like I don't love the like the bride and groom stay and wake up and have brunch with everybody the next day like I want to be gone I want to be like on my honeymoon oh no. but the week leading up I'll do, like, a few activities with people that are starting yeah. to sprinkle in. Yeah. But then, like, no. Like, you put me in the limo, like, I'm out. Yeah. And I'm, um, I'm, I'm going to a wedding in the end of September, and Casey's the best man for this wedding. Oh. And, yeah, I'm so excited. Um, my my very good friend, Madri, who also was on this, a guest on this podcast a couple in the first season, but she was actually having her wedding the day after. And the wedding that Casey's going to is in Santa Rosa, and hers was in Seattle. And so there was no way that I was going to – I it, it, Part of me was like, oh, I can make both work. But I was like, I'm too stressed. I don't want to do that. I don't want to stretch myself too thin. Um, so I'm just going to go to this wedding in Seattle yeah. and you go to this wedding and it's going to be fine. So due to a bunch of circumstances, COVID, family things, um, them moving, Madri and her fiance Ashley ended up changing their wedding. Oh, and now good. it's now it's, now it's it's um, TBD. And it was so funny because obviously it worked out great for me. But Madri sent out like... So they sent out save the dates and then they were like, cancel the date, um, TBD. They sent out a bunch of stuff like that. But she was like, she texted me and told me and she goes, I knew, cause she kind of knew the situation where she had wanted to meet Casey. And I was like, he can't come. He's going to another wedding. Like what are the fucking odds? It's the same weekend, end of September. And so she actually was, so she sent out change the dates is what they called it. And they were like, just keep an eye out. We're going to do like a new venue. They ended up like using their venue. They had like a big birthday party for Madri, like had a big fun celebration that a bunch of people came to and they ended up using it. It was great. Um, but just like family stuff, they ended up actually moving to Atlanta where uh, Madri's fiance is from. And so it changed the dates, but she texted me specifically to be like, by the way, we're going to change the date of our wedding. I wanted to text you because like, while it sucks for us, we just kind of weighed the pros and cons of like keeping the date and all that. Yeah. And it ended up being better to just kind of like cancel it and kind of eat the deposit. But, um, but also good news for you is that you can go to this wedding with Casey and then hopefully he can come, come to, to ours, the, come yeah. to ours whenever it happens and I wanted to tell you that personally and I was like oh my god like thank you because that makes me feel a lot better about being happy because obviously like I'm so sorry you had to do that but also I'm so stoked to celebrate with you guys yeah. whenever um but we're going to Santa Rosa he's in um he's grooms like literally I'm staying in an Airbnb with like five other people that are in the wedding party and I'm the only but one that's, that's fun. not but you're gonna like but you're the you're the best man's, like, girl. Like, exactly. That's so fun. So it's, but it's fun because I do get to do a lot of things. And, like, I have gotten, like, I am friends with with the yeah. bride and groom. Um, So, like, I still get to go to the after party. Like, we still get to, you know, I get to do all the fun I things. Love that. But it is actually kind of, it's so funny because, like, Casey has been, like, 
we're doing activities and I'm going to keep you posted, but there are some things that are like just for grooms or or just for the groom's party, just for the bride's party. And I'm like, well, if I have to work, then I'll just like stay at the Airbnb and like work or fucking, I don't know, go get my nails done. I'll go get, you know. Oh yeah, who cares? I can entertain myself. I'm an adult, but, uh. I'm very excited for that wedding fun. I've never been a plus one to a wedding before. I'm very excited. Oh my God, it's going to be so cute. No, weddings are fun, especially when you're an adult and can drink. I think that's the other thing that is hard, like going to a wedding as a child or a teenager where it's like everybody around you is starting to act weirder and weirder as the night goes on. And you're like, what the fuck? Me and my best friend, so one of my best friends, and it was actually her wedding I just got back from. We went to a wedding together. It was her brother's wedding. We were 19 and I guess she was 18 because she's a year younger than me. Mm -hmm. And the bartender did not care that we were that young. And we also both, so I was, I flew home from, I had kissed my best friend, like love my <gasps> life back then. Yes. This was this one. That one. Oh, oh my God. I, oh. It still feels like yesterday. We're finally back on the topic of love, you guys. So, so yeah, one of my best friends just got married. I was in her wedding. Mm-hmm. My mom ordained it. It was so much fun. But her and I went to her brother's wedding in was this 2013? Like we were mm-hmm. young, like this is a long time ago. And I just had my heart broken by like my best guy friend. It was the worst. I like flew back to New Jersey for 24 hours. Cause I was in college and my best guy friend kind of like, like we kissed and then he like shut me down and was, so, he handled the whole thing like such a douchebag. Yeah. <laughs> we're still friends. It's a nightmare, but her and I Are were you still so friends? Y- sure. It's okay. Um, we're working on my mental health about all of that. <laughs> No, so her and I were so young. Like, I had just started my sophomore year, and she had just started her freshman year of college, and she was in a really bad place with somebody as well. And, like, I don't even remember that story, but this bartender, like, we looked so young. We were so clearly unaware. And, like, because, like, she just started college, so if she was drinking anything, it was, like, shitty beer. Like, we didn't know what we wanted from the bar. Mm -hmm. I... That year was my, like, kind of hoe phase because I was so heartbroken. I did the dumbest stuff with everyone (laughs) um but I was I was just trying to distract myself like that was my lowest point I think Uh of my whole life and so I was drinking a lot and like we would get to the bar (laughs) he was like ladies what do you want and she was like just just you'll you wouldn't do this but she would be like just do just do a gin and tonic like that's what the adults do and so I was like okay so we'll have a gin and tonic because she was like it just sounds it sounds classy. Adulty. Yeah. yeah. And meanwhile, I'm like, what the fuck does that mean? Like, what is a gin and tonic? We got so hammered. And then we were in the bathroom that night, like, s- drunk off our asses. Mind you, like, this is a family friend wedding. So our entire families are there. Extended families. I mean, it was like, everybody could see that we were just going through it. And the bartender was in the bathroom with us at one point, And she was like, can you believe we're being served? We're underage. Blah, 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 blah. And they came out of the bathroom and they were like, What's up? (laughs) And they continue to serve us. I think, like, it just really doesn't matter if it's an open bar. Like, they already paid. Like, it doesn't matter. matter. They're not going to get punished for that at all. And they know, like, nobody's, like, walking up to the bar, like, with their IDs. Like, she was in the wedding, so she didn't have anything, like, on her. Right. And it's also something where I think it's, I think, like, there are different states have different laws about, like, if you were accompanied by an adult, you can drink or, like, you know, there is. This was it's just something. like whatever, and yeah. I mean, that was like the first time I'd ever been like everything drunk, is drunk. legal in New Jersey. Yeah, <laughs> and I was like, my parents are right there. Like this is horrible, but yeah, we had some uh, gin and tonics. So don't do that. I know you'll die. But, I will die. But um, I will die. I'll just projectile vomit, and I will ruin <laughs> everyone's time. So don't do that at your wedding. I'm don't not make going that to. the sig drink. 
And also, don't don't be fucking fucking with me at my wedding, being like, "You're not allergic to gin. Here's a here's a gin drink." Yeah, no. Oh, but you know what else is really cute about weddings? Yes. Having signature cocktails, like the <gasps> bride's signature drink and the groom's yes. signature drink. What would yours be? Yes. I don't. Oh my gosh, I should know this because <laughs> I've been looking. In a can. <laughs> House wine from a can is the is the bride's amazing is the bride's signature drink. Um, mine would be definitely a vodka drink. Um. Probably like so. I made something. Oh, the I, sweet tea one. Oh my gosh! Oh. oh my gosh! That's a good one. Um, liberal Texan is what I call it. And mm-hmm. then of course White Claw came out with um their own iced tea things because they stole from me. Obviously, I'm it's the not only as good. one. Yours is better. Thank you. Uh, so a liberal Texan is what I I made for Juliana on her birthday as so well. Good. It's a drink I invented. It is. Deep Eddy Sweet Tea Vodka. It is very important. Listen, you can use other Sweet Tea Vodka, but to be a true liberal Texan, it has it's so to be. It's so good, guys. has to be Sweet Tea Deep Eddy, distilled yeah. in Austin, Texas. Uh, so sweet good. Tea uh, Deep Eddy Vodka, and then Raspberry White Claw. Mm. And you can pour a little, you, you can, if you're nasty, just do it straight. You can also dilute it a little bit with some water if you want to. If you're making a big picture of it, I would recommend diluting it just a little bit with water just to like get the flavor so all even out, out yeah. balance it out a little bit. Um, So that's a liberal Texan. I did invent that during quarantine. It's so good though. It's so good. It truly just tastes like raspberry tea like you don't taste the alcohol no um but I think that like my signature like bride spirit this was a drink that we made in college so we it was a punch that we called classy punch but then when I made it for Theo's gotcha day I renamed it princess punch and it is so I would want kind of a classed up version of this but it is Moscato vodka Sprite and pink lemonade so Ooh. something like that, where it would be like, it would definitely be like a pink of some mm-hmm. sort, like a, a, a pink vodka drink that would be like a pink lemonade, vodka, like a lemon lime, and then maybe like um maybe like a sparkling rosé or like yeah. something like that. Like I would love to class it up a little bit. I do have to, I, I do have a, um, I do have a secret Pinterest board, which is my wedding Pinterest board. Love it. Um, And it's literally, the board is titled, okay, fine, here's my wedding board, because it's, I feel like so many people have a Pinterest board and oh, I yeah. never wanted to be that person, but also being that person is fine. And I feel like that's it's internalized fine. misogyny telling me that that's not okay. No, so it's fine. So it's fine. And I do want to have the big poofy princess dress. And oh, you do? Yes. What are I you I haven't thinking? decided. I've taken, I've started being that girl that takes like the wedding dress quizzes because I've seen so many that I love, but I'm embarrassed to say like, I don't know the different like names for styles. So when mm-hmm. people are like, oh, A-line or like that, I'm like, I don't know what you're talking about. But now that I've been in a few weddings, bridesmaids dresses, they talk about the same cut and style and fit. Mm-hmm. And so I've seen, like, I know that I love sweetheart necklines. Sweetheart necklines I do love at. strapless yes. dresses. And I also love where the sleeves are off the shoulder, <gasps> the little ruffle. Yes. So I've had dresses like that that I've tried on for bridesmaids where I'm like, oh my God, this would be so pretty as like a wedding dress. Mm-hmm. So I believe, and also since I'm so freaking tall already, like... I know, like, I can get away with most designs just because I don't really need anything tailored ever. Mm-hmm. But I know that I want a sweetheart neckline with either no sleeves at all or the off the shoulder and something that's, like, kind of straight down with just a little bit of a flare and mermaid. a huge train in the back. You want a mermaid. Not necessarily mermaid. Because I, like, almost, not, not like, totally in and then out. Right. But, okay. like, I think I'm thinking of A-line. Is that the classic, like, where it just, like, 
gradually yeah, a line is the classic. So you're right because my I, first of all, I think you'd look great in a mermaid. Oh, but thanks. also a line, yes, I do. I do totally. I want because I want the ball gown that like, like yeah. I want like a. Oh my god, it would be so pretty. Poof. Oh yeah, I want a little cupcake dress. Little cupcake. That's what I want. Oh yeah, and then like looking at veils and stuff, I was like, this is overwhelming. Oh yeah, but. It's really fun. And once you see your friends find their dress, you're like, oh, no, this is a thing. Like, I understand why you picked that and it matches you perfectly. Like, yes. Oh. Um, Natalie is engaged and I'm her maid of honor. Yep. Oh, my God, and you are? Yes. <sighs> yes, he says. So I have never been in a bridal party at all. It's and fun. now I have two in like within months of each other. One where I'm a bridesmaid and one where I'm the maid of honor. Being a bridesmaid is super easy. Being a maid of honor, I have not done yet. Um, Natalie is the most chill bride then you'll in be the fine. entire world. That's the thing. It's only the when the bride world. is like a bridezilla mm-hmm. that I've heard it's hard. But like, yeah, the wedding I just did, the maid of honor, like it was her sister. And that's very common. Like my mm-hmm. maid of honor will be my sister. And my, so my sister has specifically said that she does not want the responsibility of being a maid of honor. We've already talked about it. She goes, you don't have to make me your maid of honor. Don't feel any pressure to do it. And I was like, okay, amazing. And so what we have decided is that she is going to be in the bridal party. She's not going to be my maid of honor. However, her job is to make sure I eat throughout the day because when I get stressed, I don't eat. And so then I will be like hangry and then I'll have a glass of champagne and like get wasted Wasted. at my wedding. I don't want that. So she is literally, if anyone has ever seen What's Your Number, there is a scene where everything is crazy and they're putting everything together and the bride is like, where's my Chris sandwich? Did someone eat my Chris sandwich? And then... Her sister, who is the maid of honor, is like, no one eat your croissant sandwich. No We're going to, no one ate it. And then she's like, hey, find Daisy's croissant sandwich. And then she finds the croissant sandwich and then she gets to eat it. So that is, my sister and I watched it together. And she was like, that's what I want to do at your wedding. Your wedding. When you, because also I get hangry too. Yeah. So she is going to be the one to be like, okay, you're eating this bagel and then you're drinking this coffee. And then later in the day, you want some pretzels. Like later in the yeah. day, okay, eat this Chex Mix. Okay, like, good girl. Okay, now it's time for lunch. You got to eat this turkey sandwich. And like, that is going to be literally her job is to make sure I'm eating throughout the day. That's kind of smart. We've already talked about it. That's actually brilliant. And when I'm stressed, I overdrink. So maybe my sister will have to be like, stop drinking. It's 8 a.m. Exactly. <laughs> but that's the thing is also, I think that that'll kind of fall in line with my sister as well. And my yeah. sister really doesn't drink because she doesn't like the taste of alcohol. She really, she my will drink like a Mike's Heart. She'll drink like half a Mike's Heart. And oh my then God, like I did a commercial for later. Them. <laughs> did you know that Juliana's an actress? Um, Mike's Heart is delicious and uh, perfect. And I'm required to say that. <laughs> or else for the rest of my life. Sniper. Uh, but, but that, and also if I have a full belly, it is much less likely that the mimosas are going to get to me, you know? Yeah. 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 Mimosas also put me to sleep. So whenever we start the day with them, I'm like, you know, just a random fact. But I feel like that's the problem with day drinking in general is once you start day drinking, you have to keep keep going or you're going to fall asleep. Or else you're going to fall asleep. Yeah. You're just going to fall asleep. Which is so Um, weird. Oh my god, we've been talking about weddings for 10,000 years. That's approximately. Amazing. I love it though. I, love, I love it. Is there anything else that you want at your wedding that you want to just talk about super fast <sighs> before we move on? I don't want to silence so. you regarding your wedding. No, I just, I, nothing's coming to mind right now. Okay. I'm excited. I just need to find, you know, the one. The one. The one. Um, but here's an, so here's another question. Mm-hmm. Um, love songs and breakup songs. Do you have like a go-to breakup song do you have like a love song that you're really feeling like did you and Tony have a love song like 
like what I I Ugh. love hearing this stuff because also I'm bad at music and I just listen to what oh, people tell me to music. listen to. I suck so hard at music. Um, <laughs> Tony had really good taste in music and he was so embarrassed by like my lack of music because he's like classic rock, like old school. Like he grew up like listening to everything, and I was such I was such an ass as a child that anything my parents mm-hmm. tried to introduce me to, I was like, I hate this because I'm just boo. Because I'm a teen. But we so there was a song that came out by the Jonas Brothers and I love them. So, I love uh, Jonas Brothers. When, was it like right before COVID? I don't know. But it like kind of blew up during COVID because it was right after Joe Jonas and Sophie got married. Yes. Which is like a big deal. Uh-huh. And it's called uh, What a Man Gotta Do. And it was like the <gasps> yes. big music video that came out and everything. So me and Tony like learned the dance. We had fun. Aww. But we also like would just dance. And especially when I was like, reaching like he was pretty he was pretty solid throughout quarantine like I gotta hand it to him if he had any like funks he really didn't show them because I had so many that's amazing I was a fucking mess I was was crying every other day I was I was a mess and I just couldn't like I'd be like I need my space and he'd be Mm -hmm. like okay and he'd like let me leave and go for a walk or something like by myself like I just was like trying to handle because basically Tony and I started dating like in June before covid and then, like, in March of 2020, I was like, we either have to not see each other because my or roommate's diabetic or we have to live together. So we, like, moved in together. And I've never done that with a guy. It was really, really fun when it was good. And then just weird for me. Like, I didn't have any alone time when I mm-hmm. wanted to feel, like, gross and be alone. He was, like, there. And I was like, don't look at me like this. Like, I look like a monster. And it was just, I just went through a lot of, like, self-deprecating things mm-hmm. that he was so patient with and he was so good about. And he... Looked at me like I was insane every time I was like, I feel so icky. Cute. He was just like, I don't understand. Like, and I was like, that's very nice of you, but look at me. Um, but so a lot of the times he would grab my hand and we would just like waltz or just like dance, dance in the living room. And that was really nice. And those were the moments where I was like, oh, I like, is this the guy? Mm-hmm. And I truly always wondered, like, I don't, I don't think we'll get back together just because we both kind of put it to bed and like, you know, for me, it plateaued, and I was like, this man loves me so much more than I love him, and that's not fair. Mm-hmm. But I don't... It's nothing he did. It was just more that, like, I... I'm still currently in a place where I'm so independent and so driven by trying to get my stuff done. Mm-hmm. And you are one of... Like, I will say, you were... You, when it comes to career, you are so driven. You are so... Thank you. Like, as a... I'm well, so as, stressed as, out. No, of course. You're very stressed, but it's also... It's something where it's, like, even, like, having conversations with you, it makes me want to work harder because I see how oh. hard you are working and you are so driven. You are so dedicated. And, like, I wish I could... Like, not... I, I can be, but it's just, like, it... I want to be as driven and like a little more independent and like you do ins- like you inspire oh. people around you. I just want to I just want to say that. Oh my like, god. Oh my god. Yeah, you you are no you I'm are so incredible. bad at hearing compliments. But that was so nice. She's nuts. freaking out. I was like it's like let me tell you my life is totally in no but it's also it's it's but I just want you to know that like your dedication and your drive and everything it's like I'm like and in the sense that, like, you are sending in these auditions and things, but it makes me, I, I have kind of decided right now that I want to work on writing my own things and being in my own things and producing yeah. my own things. But you doing what you do and telling me about it, I'm like, why am I not writing more poetry for my book? Why am I not writing more scripts to produce? Like, let's, no, let's you're doing fucking, plenty. Like, you're doing this. She's got a fucking podcast. I've never been brave enough to just buy a microphone and be like, 
okay, <laughs> here comes all of my thoughts. Well, I think this episode is going to be fantastic. I'm very excited. This is going to be a lot. It's going to be a lot. I love it. Um, but yeah, this is why going? I love this. Is that you never yeah. fucking know where it's going to go. Never know. I, that's why know. I love podcasts too. Is like if I'm panicking, I just love listening to other people be like, I don't know what's going on. I'm like, great. No one Same. knows. Um, no one knows. Really nice. Thank you. You're welcome. I love you. I love you. I love you too. Um, we, we don't hang out enough and that's stupid we because we don't work at a suffocating job anymore. So, yeah. well, you currently still do, but you're about to, but I'm about to leave. No, but it's, it's also, um, I think that you and I got very close because we were like in the trenches of yeah. this job, but also like we're going to have our criminal minds tonight. And also I've just, in, Ugh, in guys, general, you want to talk about men, <laughs> Derek Morgan from criminal minds. <laughs> I'm a I'm a read gal, you know I'm a read gal. That's true, but um, we've never that means that we've never had a fight or like crossed each other's exactly. boundaries because it was kind of like no, you get read and I get dirty. But I look talk. at my tall, smart boyfriend with a little nose, and I'm like, that's the closest I could get. Like truly, the, he's amazing. He's so smart and so silly and goofy and oh passionate about certain things. Make him work he's, for the FBI, then lock him down. Yes, be like okay, now I'm like okay, um, form an eidetic memory and work for the FBI and track down. Then I'll marry you, and then I will marry you. Love you, <laughs> love you so much. Um, no, anyway, so um, love songs and breakup songs. We keep like, oh, oh my god, track. okay, so what a man gotta do is like that was like our song. So every time I hear it now, for a while after the breakup, I was like, ooh, like it was just hard to hear. And now I listen to it and I'm like, okay, but this is such a bob and it's so fun and like mm-hmm. we have all these special memories from it. He was really big into The Who. Okay. Which, like, I mean, I obviously know, but I didn't know the song super, super well. But he, before COVID, so we mm-hmm. had just started dating, he got us tickets to see them at the Hollywood Bowl. Oh. And I was like, oh, God. So I, like, learned all the songs. And now they have a really special place in my heart. Oh. So it's, like, like not even, like, they're not, like, love songs or anything. But it's mm-hmm. just, like, that was such a, that was my first concert in person ever also. Oh, my God. Besides, okay. like, Revelation Generation, which is a giant church fucking thing. So I, I saw, it. like, Lifehouse live or, like... Switchfoot. You saw you saw Lifehouse and Switchfoot Live? And oh Reliant K. Like, all the ones that are, like, they're not Christian bands at all, but they were, like, here because they, they are Christian people. I guess, I don't know. It was so weird. My, one of, I'm so sorry, small tangent. I, the most proud I've ever been in my entire life is one time, um, this was back in college. Natalie and Aaron had just started dating. Again, they're engaged now. I am their maid of honor. They're, they're engaged now. Um, we were walking to go get food or we were walking somewhere. And um, when we were in college and Natalie just said something and she's like, there's a song that I'm thinking of and I can't figure out what song it is. And it kind of sounds like um, The Reason by Hoobastank. And I go, Dare You to Move by Switchfoot. And Dare she's to like, move. yes. And Dare Aaron and um, but yeah, oh, and so I, so oh I said God. that and, and Nat goes, yeah, that's it. And we kept walking and Aaron goes, what the fuck? <laughs> like, what the fuck just happened? Like, how did you do that? And I was like, same brain. Um, no, it's, oh, those songs are so good. But yeah, so I saw them in concert, but I don't really count that. Cause it's like every hour we would like go pray. And then we'd like, <laughs> like, it was just, it was just weird. So the who was like my first, so all of those songs will always have a special place in my heart, even mm-hmm. though I don't really remember most of them. Right. And then. Taylor Swift is my go-to for like sad breakup songs. Always, always. Oh she just God. knows. And she her knows. her newer albums too for like Serenity and just trying to gain back your like fucking mm-hmm. sanity. Yeah, have been really good because I've been going through like trying to get over like the mind fuck that has been being in love with your best friend. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. Her songs are so like 
She has a mix of old ones where they're like ragers, where it's like you're just yes. pissed off. Where it's just like, I'm going to fucking kill you I, and we are never, ever, ever getting back together. Um, Olivia Rodrigo is also fantastic oh, for that. my God. I did Literally, not care like, about her at all. And I, like, because Driver's License came out and I was like, okay. And then Faith was like, you have to listen to this album. And there's a song called Enough For You. I don't think I've listened to that one yet. Horrifyingly accurate. Um, It is like, it's like what we were talking about earlier on with like being a teenager where it's like you, you try so hard to fit this mold of what you think a person wants. And it's like, wait, what are you doing? Like, when did your brain switch to like, you're not enough for this person and your only goal Mm -hmm. is to fit what they want. And also it's never going to work. Like you're going to kill yourself for this person and like he's just not gonna be there yeah something really terrible is that um mr perfectly fine came out when i Mm. was in a healthy relationship which i feel like is a little unfair because i did spend so much of my life either single or in an unhealthy relationship or that came out right after i had a really weird talk with my best that is but that mr perfectly fine like it takes everything in me just to get up each day but it's wonderful to see that you're you're okay. okay And that was also something that, like, and and with with ex bar friend, that was something that I thought where it was like when we broke up, you were fucking fine. Yeah, you were fine, and I was miserable. And then later, because re return, we discussed that in the first. I don't episode think he was actually season. fine. I think no, he was but just drunk. But <laughs> <laughs> oops, blunt. <laughs> but it's true. But it's but it's true. the truth. Um, no, but it was when we, when we, that the re-return, when I thought we were getting back together, he was like, no, I thought of you every single day. And I talked about you to my mom and like, and that's why I thought that we were going to get back together. Cause it was yeah. like, his mom was telling him like, oh my God, she loves you so much and she cares about you. So this is something you're being an idiot. You. You're being stupid. But yeah. And then also there was a TikTok trend going around for a while and I ended up not making it, but I still think of it every time I listen to Deja Vu by... Olivia Rodrigo, um, (sighs) but it is, but it's, um, basically people saying, like, there's a, there's a line that's, I actually don't know what it is, it's strawberry ice cream in something something. In Malibu. In Malibu, okay, it truly sounds like in the lagoon, and I'm like, that's not it. No, So it's strawberry ice cream in (laughs) In Malibu, Malibu. don't act like we didn't do that shit too. Yeah. So, the joke is that it's, like, me finding out like my or it's like me hearing that my ex like hit his new girlfriend or like something like 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 truly like shit like that where it's like really bad did that happen this toxic no 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 i I mean like like, well i mean he did he did shove me a couple times but um but it's it's okay it's okay we're we're out of it we're We're out of it i didn't tell i told very few people about that and i will I mean, I'm slowly telling more people. <laughs> You're, you look so, it's all good. It's all good. I'm out of we'll it. Decompress. It's okay. It's okay. We'll decompress. <laughs> we'll decompress off camera. Oh yeah. But um, but it's literally like I so badly wanted to do like the strawberry ice cream in Malibu, like finding out my my ex shoved his new girlfriend. Like, yeah. don't act like we oh, didn't do that. Oh, he shoved you too. Oh, he shoved you too. Oh my god. Oh my god. Cool. Let's hang out. Um, so I did love. That. So I I did um that TikTok trend allowed me to kind of like use that song and my own sort of like feelings about it but another thing is that I so ex-bar friend introduced me to his favorite artist who is Brian Fallon Mm. and um I struggled with that for a really long time after we broke up because a lot of the songs reminded me of him um but then after we broke up like he released or he actually he released another album in 2020 that I didn't listen to until after the re-return until after everything 
and I'm like listening to these songs and they're so good. And like part of me for a really long time, part of me felt very guilty for listening to them. Um, I didn't want to show them to Casey because I felt like it was, if I was just like, oh, listen to this song, it's you'll like, like it. Because it's like, I felt like it was like weird or cheating or, you know, it, it just, it, it felt very, very strange. And um, finally it was kind of something, um, Casey and I were actually playing a game. It's on my shelf, it's it's um let's get deep from the Love makers it. of uh what do you meme? This sounds so lame. Like it's just it's just questions you ask like yeah. in a couple, um and also some of the questions are about sex, but you don't have to be in a couple. Like Natalie and I were pulling some of the cards and like playing the other day, but one of them was like, is there anything you want to ask me or like is there anything that you've been like meaning to ask me or something like mm. that. And I said something and I was like, okay, like something I've been struggling with lately is I've been listening to a lot of Brian Fallon and that was something that my ex introduced me to. And there are songs that I think you'd like and I want to send them to you, but I almost feel guilty. And he was talking about it and he was like, there's a poster that was hanging and I don't think it's still up in his new bedroom, but in his old bedroom, he had this poster hanging up. And he said, this was a show that I was in that my ex directed and every time I looked at that poster, it did remind me of my ex. And I felt a little guilty about it because you and I are in this thing and I'm so happy with where we're at yeah. that I would see that and I'd think of my ex and I'd feel so guilty and weird about it. And I talked to my therapist about it and she goes, well, what is it? It reminds me of your ex. What else does it remind you of? And he goes, well, it reminds me of being in college and like this person that like I met in this cast who's now a really good friend of mine. And it's, you know, and it, it reminds me of performing and it reminds me of all these things. And she goes your ex is such a small piece of that. Yeah. And it's not, it's okay. And so I actually sent him a song by Brian Fallon called I Don't Mind, where I said this may, like, I really think you'll like this. And then he actually showed it to his current roommates, like his new roommates. And then I sent them a whole playlist of Brian Fallon songs that I really thought that they'd like, um, just because his lyrics are so amazing and like, they're very poetic. And I, like, I'm a lyrics hoe. So like, I, I love these. Th and I'm just like, I can have this love for this yeah. artist outside of this relationship. Exactly. So, um, so basically any Brian Fallon are their love songs and breakup songs for me. Guys, if I'm in love with anything, it's the vaccinations. Go get me them. Too. That's my current relationship. Yeah. Um, I am still wearing the mask in grocery stores for because Delta variation. And I'm like, yeah, I actually, I, I literally forgot my mask the other day. I went to the grocery store and I was like, oh fuck, I'm that person. Because like everybody still wears them in like the pavilions down there and everything. And mm -hmm. so I was like, oh shit. Like It depends I, on what time you go. Cause I've seen quite a few people not wearing the mask in pavilions. Okay. Just I just felt bad because everybody walking around me, I was like, oh no. No, no. I, I was in like line when asshole. I was getting these house wines. I was in line behind like three people that weren't wearing the mask. So Beautiful. it really depends on the day and time you Beautiful. go. Beautiful. Like I still want to wear them. I just genuinely, I have, it has become such an afterthought. Yeah. I have to remember them for the plane rides. Cause that's, and I think, I think I'm going to wear a mask on the plane for the rest of my life. Oh, same. A hundred I don't care if COVID is Any public like, transportation, if I ever take the metro, if I ever take a bus, like, I am 110% masks on planes. Mm -hmm. Because also, I had a friend who, like, she kind of had, like, she is immune compromised, and she straight up has said, like, she is vaccinated, and she's like, I was that person who, if there was a baby sick on the plane that I was on, I was sick I got the next sick. day. Yeah. And I got so sick. It's like, and she's like, I will literally wear a mask on a plane for the rest of my yeah. life. Also, like, none of us had, like, last year, I'm having allergy issues now because I'm wearing a mask less, but last year I had no I allergies. Fine. I was totally fine. I didn't catch a cold. Nope. I didn't, it was totally fine. Masks was fine. work. Masks work, ladies and oh, germs. Oh, my God. I was fine. 
Yeah. Ugh. Okay, well, Jules, I think we're coming to the end oh my here. God. We're coming to the end. I've had such a good time talking I to know. you. I haven't talked to you in so long. I know. Like, we haven't got like up. this deep. Um, uh. Well, we'll, I mean, obviously, we'll hang out more and we'll, yeah. we'll talk more. Oh and we'll God. have our Criminal Minds party. Yes. And it's going to be so great. But I do have one more question for you. Yeah, that's it. Juliana. LaBarbiera. I was gonna. I was like, say my last name. <laughs> I did it. I was going to. You I always it. say. I always say first and last name when I ask this question. Um, what does love feel like? It's so interesting because I think I've, I think I currently, am focused on the love that I have with my friends and family over trying to feel like what that should feel like with another person in mm-hmm. a relationship, and to me, there's just it's, it's always very surprising when the people that are meant to show up for you just really show up and you like, I'm always caught off guard, but Mm -hmm. in the best way. So it's always kind of like a, like where you like forget to breathe for a second, but in a, in a good way. Like, I know that sounds like, Oh God, are you at the edge of a cliff? No, (laughs) but it just really, for me, it's, it's made up of all of those moments where you just really need something. Like my love language is very much like quality time and like words of affirmation. And when those things come to you, without the people in your life hearing that you need those things. Mm -hmm. Like I truly, like my heart feels like it's like stopping and then it's like an explosion and I just feel so warm and fuzzy and know that like, I almost feel like I'm being held on to, even if the person isn't like physically holding on to me. And so it's been really healthy for me to just focus on the people that have love uh, unconditionally for me Mm -hmm. where it's not like a, given pull of like a relationship it's like oh right. my mom without without me telling her she knows exactly what I need or like this friend is mm-hmm. just like, like words of affirmation or this and that and that's been really fun to remember and it's been what's keeping me going through any heartbreak or any stress or anything it's like oh these people just like drop everything in the same way I do for them yeah and that's what it started to, that's what I started to re-identify with because especially when it comes to relationships I'm like well why the fuck would I settle for anything less than what these people are already giving me like why do right. I need something else if I already have this yeah you know oh yeah I love that I know oh my gosh well thank you so much uh, for being on the podcast finally I'm so happy you did it you're on the podcast you did I it I did it guys oh my gosh okay well follow uh me on Instagram at lovedrunkpod follow me personally on Instagram at Rose. plug your stuff yeah I'm at Juliana LaBarbiera good luck trying to spell that but then this one's I'll, easier I'll, I'll post it in the description <laughs> my um my comedy page is at jokes and Juliana so I do a lot of Love customer it. service rep characters because I've worked in lots of experience customer service that. for way lots too long um yeah Oh, I guess I should. Yeah, my TikTok is at oShallotRose. Um, oh, cute. We yeah, don't even follow each was, other on TikTok. Yes, we, we do. Do, do we? Yeah, I think I'm we like do. I'm like barely on there. I'm pretty but... sure I followed you. Okay, cute. Maybe I'll you didn't you follow me back. <gasps> We're in a fight. No, um, <laughs> for, a, for a little while I was like, TikTok's embarrassing. I'm going to do at Rose, but maybe I'll try to do Rose on TikTok as well. Yeah. Just so it's. Um, I think mine's just my name because I think I just merged it with Instagram. So I think it's just at Juliana LaBarbier. I don't know. I we'll check. Know. We'll figure it out. We'll We're check. not Gen Zers, so. We'll check. We'll Sorry. check. I know two TikTok dances total, which <laughs> I feel like is. 
Okay, then I know three TikToks. <laughs> That's the only one I know, and I was like, this oh isn't a dance. <laughs> okay, well, thank you so much for being on the podcast. Thanks I love you me. so much. Oh, my God. Um, so I guess all I have left to say is be loved and stay drunk, my friends. And don't drink gin. And don't Charlotte drink gin, because I will die. I will projectile vomit all over your life. We love you. Good night. Woo!